It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! What's up, Jazz fans? It's time for a Take Note Thursday episode of the Hive Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, and before we get to our show today, please make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You, you got to have the big three so you can be all up to date on all things jazz and other sports um, because we have the buzz on sports in the beehive state, no pun intended. And in addition to that, we would love it if you could um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We always appreciate it. And if you could give us a five-star rating and review, that, that will help us get some feedback on how we can improve the podcast. Uh, so this week, we are going to be talking about the Jazz game since we spoke last Thursday. We got three good recaps for you, and, and we'll, we'll break the, those down. And then we'll talk a little bit about the All-Star game coming up. Um, we got Donovan and Rudy participating again for their third All-Star game, so we'll, we'll celebrate that. And then last but not least, I know we'll always talk about Donovan Mitchell, but there's never a good time to not talk about Donovan Mitchell. So he was on a podcast with Chris Haynes recently, and so we're going to be analyzing that. And everybody's just, I mean, I, I literally sp- spent a morning run just thinking about Donovan's future. I, I know that probably says something weird about me, but anyways, let's. it's time to get this party started. It's time for a Take Note Thursday for February 17th, 2022. Okay, so let's dive right into it. So the Jazz had two easier teams and a hard team, and it went according to script. The Jazz played the Orlando Magic on Friday evening, um, and and that was a fun game. I believe I was actually, yeah, I, I get mixed up because I've had a lot of people kind of help out, and and I, somebody gave me some some tickets to that game. And so I was able to spend some good time with my daughter. She's she's two years old, and and so but yeah, she can she can definitely be a handful sometimes. But but th- this was a a fun daddy daughter date. So my my wife it's funny because my wife ended up getting tickets to the same game for her school, and I was just like, oh, it would be so cool to get tickets. So I'm not just having to watch this from home. Um, so I was originally going to plan on watching that, and I think also my Aggies were playing, but I I am glad that I went to the game. The, the Aggies did not do well that night, but but the Jazz did. And, yeah, my daughter, she was definitely a handful. I think um, – so a guy, it, it's so awesome, by the way, that you Jazz fans give out free tickets to people. Um, uh, the, the, there's a lot that are more way more deserving than me. Um, that there, there were some that were giving out to like the good feel good stories, like somebody had somebody passed away in the family. And so I appreciate when, when those jazz fans that really could use a pick me up, that's awesome for this particular one that this guy had a, his dad that owned the tickets used, um, always like, liked going to games with them when they were little. And so he was saying that for, for um, they would prefer to give it to a daddy daughter or like a father 
child combo. And so I, of course, I sent a picture of my adorable daughter. And, and I think that combined with the fact that that guy was also an Aggie fan that kind of swayed it in my favor. And it was, it was, it was fun um, that there were nice lower bowl seats. Um, I hung out with her for half the game. And then also her, the, my, my in-laws were, were there at the game and my wife. So everybody got to take a turn to, to hang out with her and, and with us. And it was a nice jazz win. So getting into the win now, enough of my personal story, but it, yeah, it was a really fun game. I did realize that, yeah, I, I want to give a shout out. And before I go into the, into the recap, I, I appreciate all that my wife does because I feel like when we go to games, normally I'm just so focused on the jazz game and she's kind of focused on watching the, on Nora, but my, my daughter, but it, it's, it is, I mean, she was definitely having fun cheering. Um, she liked standing and making noise and touching stuff. And I appreciate all the jazz fans. Uh, most of them around me were pretty patient. And so, yeah, it's definitely understandable. Every, a lot of people have had kids before, but anyways, getting into the game. So, Wendell Carter Jr. led the Orlando Magic with 22 points in that game. And Donovan Mitchell led the Jazz with 24 points and 7 rebounds. So Rudy Gobert wasn't back yet, but no Gobert, no no problems. So we had Udoka Azubuki had 12 points and a block. Um, Son Whiteside off the bench, had 18 rebounds and 15 points. So nice double-double watch there. So so great job on that. So just overall, it was a fun atmosphere. It was fun to see the arena get excited. Um, the, the result never was too much in doubt. The Jazz outscored them 28-12 to 12 in the first quarter and then got outscored a little bit in the second and third, but, but they, they kept them at bay, um, scoring 37 points, just, a really awesome final quarter. And so, yeah, now moving on to the, the next game, the, the, the Rockets on Valentine's Day. And by the way, shout out to, um, I, I try to remember his name, but the Twitter handle is Iriesca, I-R-E-I-R-I-E-S-K-A. He's a BYU fan, but also um, I think he likes the Jazz. Like, he was telling me how much, he didn't really like the Rockets, but yeah, it was fun. The day after the Super Bowl, he was able to take his wife, and and so we, we really appreciate Wasatch IT partnering with us for some of these holiday games that, that they we partnered with them for Christmas, and we're able to give those out, and, and now Valentine's Day, so we look forward to doing more things like that, and let's just hope the Jazz keep playing on holidays, because those holiday, day, holiday games are fun, you know, just take take some of the family and spend some time together. So the next game was the the Jazz versus the Rockets. So so the Jazz won this game 135 to 101. Um it was a really good performance by the Jazz. The the Jazz just kind of owned owned it and we know that when there were some health issues earlier in the year, I was actually at the Rockets game where the Jazz lost to them. But, yeah, I think now the Jazz are, like, evened it out. Or, well, I wasn't at this particular game, but I think the Jazz are, like, one and two um, in games I've attended when the Rockets play. So, for some reason, I don't know why, but it being Valentine's Day and, and having the whole band back together 
Rudy Gobert was back, and he had 14 points in his return. Um, we're glad that his calf strain is finally done with. And, yeah, he had a – of the starters, he had the best plus minus. He was plus 19. Um, Donovan Mitchell led the way with 30 points. Uh, Mike Conley had 10 assists. So, so yeah, it was a pretty good performance all around. Whiteside, another double-double off the bench with 14 rebounds and 11 points. Um, this game was never really in doubt. The Jazz just owned every quarter, except the third quarter. The Jazz sometimes seemed to struggle coming out of the break. And and so they were outscored 25-22 to 22 in the third quarter, but every other quarter they outscored the Rockets by double digits and won by 34 points. We're not complaining, right? So I, I think this has been a pretty good week, except... There's one team that the Jazz have to beat, right? It's They've been a rivalry, and every, for some reason, most Jazz fans will tell you that the team they hate the most is the Lakers. Now, why is that? We can debate that in another podcast. They've been very successful. They've, I mean, the Jazz have had their times against the Lakers. They they beat them, I think, when when Kobe was in, in, in the playoffs. They beat them in the late 90s, but then Kobe had the last laugh, and out of the Jazz from the playoffs several times. Kobe's final game uh, scored at like 60-something points and beat the Jazz. Um, and now we're back to square one. So, but, but I will say both both these losses to the Lakers, including this one just last night, and we're still coping with it, right? They were on the road. And our only home game against the Lakers will be on March 31st, 2022. Um, that's not a hundred percent an excuse. The Lakers have been struggling, and in this game, we even got a break. Anthony Davis went down with an injury, and so no Anthony Davis. It's it's LeBron and the Pips, right? Just who is he playing with? Stanley Johnson, uh, and he killed us last time, right? But then, yeah, what Westbrook, Malik Monk, like not great players. I mean, Dwight Howard off the bench used to be great, but. I mean, the Jazz looked like for a minute they were like up eight, up ten, running away with it, and then there was just some bad decisions. Like I could, I could spend a lot of time on this, but it's painful. Um, there, there, there was a turnover by Royce O'Neal. He should have shot it. He was open. Um, and then I think momentum was the biggest killer. That's one thing I know that some of the Jazz announcers said after the game. Um, that's something that we really got to work on. Um, Gobert did not have a good game. Le- LeBron just went at him and challenged him, and and LeBron is is a great player, but I mean the defensive player of the year, um, definitely is, it's a little bit disappointing that we didn't not have our best game against the Lakers. But I'm really hoping that we turn the tide, and um, not sure what will happen with Anthony Davis. He couldn't put any weight on his leg. It looked like his ankle rolled, so I don't know how severe of a sprain it is or if it's anything worse, but um, we, our best thoughts and prayers go out to him. But yeah, definitely disappointing, but I, I really wanted to spend more of this time on on the week ahead, on the All-Star break, and what's going on there, and then a little bit on Donovan Mitchell. So how about we just say, okay, that was a bad loss, and Let's get into the All-Star break and, and see see what happens there after that because um, it, 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 it's crazy. I feel like in this fan base, we, we always overreact. Like We beat some teams. Usually we beat the teams we're better than, but then we play teams that 
I mean, Le- LeBron is one, is still one of the best players in the world at 37 years old, and and if you give him an, an inch, he'll go a mile. And anyways, we'll we'll just forget about that now. But but ne- next week, coming out of the All Star break, we'll really start to dissect the final 24 games as we head to the playoffs, because that's where it counts, right? I feel like there's just so much pressure on this Jazz team after kind of years of first, second round exits. They're like, okay. What's the next step? Can we at least get to a Western Conference Finals? Um, the the previous era, uh, but between the the Donovan Rudy and the Darren Williams era, there was not a lot of good basketball. But the the last time we had good basketball in Utah, before now, um, with with Williams and Boozer, we we at least got to one Western Conference Finals, um, and we were a four seed. So maybe we'll have to dissect the best path, the best matchups. Um, scenarios for the Jazz to get to the Western Conference Finals. So, so we'll definitely do that in in the um, podcast to come. But for now, let's talk about the All Star Game. So, Gobert and Mitchell are now three time All Stars, and so that definitely puts them on a pedestal of like really good Jazz dynamic duos. And I feel like as long as they keep staying together, I don't see how they won't keep being All Stars because I feel like. They complement each other. Rudy can really hold down the fort on defense, and Donovan is good on offense. Just as a team, collectively, they found a way to win win a lot of games. We can say a lot about, I mean, and this fan base, it's great that we have expectations. Like, it's no longer good enough just to get to the playoffs. Um, th- th- this f- fan base, we've, we've never won a title. Uh, before the NBA, before the Jazz, when, when we were in New Orleans, or even before that, I think in the early 70s, we won with the Utah Stars, but most of us weren't alive to see that, so we'd love to see it, see that. But anyways, uh, All-Star Game. So I believe we spoke last week, um, or maybe it hadn't been announced yet, but uh, what, what teams they were on. But, but LeBron and KD did not pick the Jazz players last this time. Rudy was picked second to last by Kevin Durant, and so that was kind of funny. Like, LeBron was cracking up. I don't know what LeBron thinks is so funny about Rudy Gobert. It's, he kind of just loves disrespecting Rudy. I mean, just just you saw the game last night. And yeah, we won't get into that game. But um, but but LeBron of, of all the bench guys, I think he picked Donovan in the middle somewhere. So Donovan wasn't even really close to being picked last. Like last year, there was the little dig where they were saying, "Oh, we don't." Ever since we played video games, we never picked Jazz players in video games. So why would we pick them in the draft? Like. I I don't know what what it is about Utah being just kind of the butt of the all jokes in the NBA, but um I think it's really cool. We'll we'll see LeBron versus ver, or Donovan versus Rudy again. So um I I I have yet to see them both be picked on the same team. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see Rudy. I mean, All Star games aren't known much for defense, right? But um, KD's team will have defense. I think KD is actually not playing, and there's been a couple of substitutions in the All-Star game, so we'll definitely have to analyze that. Um, uh, I don't know. Next year, it'll be interesting to see. I, I would love to see Donovan and Rudy start on the same team. It might be different. I, I know in 1993, Carl Malone and Stockton won co-MVP when, when the game was played in Salt Lake, and so it would almost be just amazing Donovan and Rudy in their first start next year I'm just finding myself looking ahead to that and just 
thinking how cool will it be to have the All-Star Game here in Salt Lake City. But for this year, it's in Cleveland, Ohio. So my prediction is, I mean, it'll go to, to script just like um, during the regular season. I think Donovan will score more points than Rudy. I think coming off the bench, I don't know how much he had last year, but I, I think he might have a three or a dunk or just a couple of things. Um, I'd love to see him score double digits, but, like you know, you have to distribute the pie. I think there's about 12 players per team, and so everybody's got to get their fair share. I think if, if Donovan gets at least, like, 15 to 20 minutes, um, then, 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 yeah, maybe you could see him light it up and, and get double digits, like 10 points, but... It's, I don't think there there will be too many super impressive stat lines. I think Rudy might be a good just person to have in the middle to keep people from doing crazy, just in, easy inside points. Um, I think there will there will be some transition um, opportunities though that that Donovan and LeBron can exploit. And with with Katie out, I'm I, I'm predicting LeBron's team will win. Like that they have Donovan and they just have an overall good team Let, let's look at the rosters for a bit shall we uh, just one minute i'm getting this up here uh so the 2022 nba all-star roster here team durant i mean he's injured so he won't play but joel Embiid, so that that was a good pickup by by kevin durant john morant jason tatum andrew wiggins trey young lamella ball devin booker um Okay, so this is, okay. Oh, yeah, so Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, DeJounte Murray, Carl Anthony Towns, and Draymond Green. Okay, so that would be interesting having Draymond and Rudy on the same team. They don't seem to respect each other that much, or, or Draymond doesn't respect Rudy much. But then on Team LeBron, you have LeBron and Greek Freak and Steph Curry and DeRozan and Jokic. And then off the bench, um, Jared Allen, he's he's replacing James Harden. Not the greatest. Uh, like, I don't know. He's averaging 16.2 points, so decent. But I was a little surprised on that. Um, Jimmy Butler, Luka Doncic, Darius Garland. J uh, James Harden's not playing. Uh, there's Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Fred Van Vliet making his first all-star appearance. So uh, I think overall, you look at top from top to bottom, and LeBron, like, I think he takes this seriously. He talked about, and you see him just writing notes in the little draft that they had that was broadcast. And I think it's an interesting thing. I kind of miss East versus West because there's a little bit of pride on the line. I think that they, I, I know in MLB, the All-Star game in the past has been a big deal because it determines who in the World Series gets home field advantage, like based on on which league wins, the, the National League or the American League. But that'll be fun to watch, I think. Um, it'll be fun to see LeBron's back in his home state and in Ohio, so it'll be fun. Let's see how how the Jazz players do. I I, I kind of miss seeing them in the three point like Mike Conley and Mitchell, and then Mitchell in, in his rookie year won the dunk contests. But so those extracurriculars will be fun to see, just the new rising stars. But definitely looking forward to Sunday. I know some people are very adamant that they don't like the All Star Game. It's not real basketball because it's just like the score will probably be 170 to 170. I think they have a set score now, so that that's kind of cool that they'll play the first to get to this score, and and they do like charity. There's just a lot of fun different stuff, so excited to see what happens.
Um, last but not least, I was going to talk about a little bit about Donovan Mitchell. Um, there's a Chris. If you just look up Chris Haynes, you'll find his podcast. And Donovan was on it recently. And there's a lot of jazz fans that were all overreacting. And I honestly was a little bit too. Um, you, you'll definitely have to go check out the full thing. But of course, they asked the, the tough questions like if he likes it in Utah, um, his relationship with Rudy Gobert. And Donovan was honest, but he didn't, it's not like he gave information. He didn't say, I'm leaving or, or whatever. But so, some of my concerns is um, they talked about his, what, how he likes Utah. And, and he, uh, he had a lot of good things to say. He loves the team. They just have a good atmosphere. And he just wants to win. That was the bottom line. He said, I want to win. And so the question is, can he win in Utah? And I think that's what he'll be analyzing. If, if, if the Jazz can get to the Western Conference Finals and they have a legit shot to win a championship, um, as kind of the window of LeBron and some of the other older stars closes, maybe Donovan considers staying here. But, um, and the grass isn't always greener on the other side. We saw Darren Williams leave and he, he wasn't the same player. I think Donovan is, is very special and he could be good anywhere, but just he definitely can thrive here. He is the main man on campus when it comes to offense, at least. Um, if he goes and tries to join a big three in Brooklyn or New York, might not um, be the, the go-to guy. I'm not, not saying that he's not that guy, but, but there's a lot of those guys. Um, when they team up together, somebody has to kind of take a back seat. And so does Donovan want to do that, or does he want to be because if he stays on the Jazz, I don't know who's going to come to Utah unless it's somebody that the Jazz draft that would be a, a more dynamic scorer night in and night out than Donovan Mitchell. So he definitely stressed how, yeah, he wants to win. And um, he he was very poignant. Like he didn't, yeah, say whether he's leaving or staying. Um, with, with Rudy Gobert, he kind of addressed, we know that they aren't best friends, right? We know that they've had some rocky relationships and they made a joke about um you know is this comparable to Shaq and Kobe and, and Donovan's answer was just so funny he's like I wish because they won three championships together so it's like it, it, it's crazy I think I think like yeah it's good that Donovan has a, a mentality that he wants to win you know he came into the NBA and he talked about how blessed he is and how the, the Jazz took him and traded up to get him so I think he is appreciative and there's great people around like like Dwayne Wade but going back to his relationship with Rudy um definitely said they're not always the best the best of friends but they both want to win and so they're willing to put their differences aside I think and I'm sure they've talked and they're good um there's some speculation that there was some back and forth um tension because I think Rudy said something at one point about um he's kind of looking the grass is greener and and, and saying Okay, we need to compete for a championship and look at the Suns. They're 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 doing really well and committing to defense like Devin Booker, like those guys are really doing what it takes. And so some saw that as maybe a shot at maybe maybe Mitchell or some of the team because Rudy I mean, we know Rudy always does his best to defend, right? And he's a rim protector and and there's very little you can say negative about Rudy on defense. I, I some say he can't guard all five and he can't if you stretch the floor then it it's tough for, for him, but I think it, um, he does his job, and, and maybe sometimes he just wants the Jazz, other players, to do their job and keep their man in, in front of them in the basket. 
uh, keep it, and so that way Rudy doesn't have to do all the cleanup duty. In it. But Donovan said, you know, yeah, he could have handled it differently, but um, but but we're gonna deal with that as a as a team. Like we prefer to do it in house. But so very interesting answers by Donovan. I I think I don't think that they're gonna flame out and demand a trade and just have a big shot Kobe fiasco. Um, now if sometimes there is a straw that breaks the camel's back, like Kobe and Shaq had their issues and Donovan and Rudy have had their issues before. If yeah, the second coming of COVID happens, or if, if Rudy was to kind of joke around and do something that rubbed Donovan the wrong way, would he consider leaving? I don't know. I, I'm not in Donovan Mitchell's head, but, um, and if the jazz flame out of the playoffs and it, and it looks like it's Rudy's fault, you know, last year, Rudy would, for some reason, people just love to hate on Rudy. They just think he's this just rim protector and and stuff, and that's all he is. And he's a defensive, what is he, three-time defensive player of the year. So I don't really buy that. I I, I love both of them. Um, it, it just depends because if it because Rudy and the Jazz they get to a point where they can just dominate in the regular season, but in the playoffs when you turn up the pressure and the heat a little bit, um, it just seems like other teams have have kind of cracked the code like good teams will crack the code against the jazz and and then it, it it's tough right so so i think that rudy and donovan can win the question will they well the jury's still out on that i think we'll have to dig into it more in other series but we know the last time the jazz made the western conference finals they were a four seed but they had it got an eight seed in the second round so we'll have to debate i mean looks like Suns are probably the odds on favorite to be the the one seed, and then then you got Warriors and the Grizzlies. So and the Grizzlies are four games up on the Jazz. Um, some people think it's more likely that they get caught by the five seed, like the Mavericks or someone like that. So the, the Jazz, it's really imperative that they try to secure home court at least in the first round. And then who knows what happens in the second round? Maybe the Lakers or, or one of the eight seeds upsets the Suns. I mean, they without Anthony Davis and, and a banged up LeBron, I think they took the Suns to six games last year. So um, could that be the key? I mean, I don't know. I feel like Jazz fans, like e- even last year, if, if the Lakers were the eight seed playing the Jazz, I think a lot of Jazz fans would have been biting their fingernails because it would have been scary to play LeBron and AD as banged up as they were. Um, you, you saw how far they took the Suns. So um, I don't know. We'll have to debate that in future episodes. Um, what else did we take from this? I They talked a lot about kind of social justice, how Donovan's spoken on that. And he was honest. He said sometimes, and we all are striving to be better, right? But he's said it hasn't always been the the best reception here. We, we know that there's those people that will detract from that. But Donovan said he's not going to just stop speaking about it because it's important to him. And and it's great what the Jazz have been able to do with this, the scholarships to those um, in need um, in those communities that, that, that need that help. But um, that's, all, that's all I got to say about Donovan for this week. And I, I think that Chris Haynes and Donovan could say it better than myself. So if you're interested, make sure to hit up that podcast and let us know. Reach out to thehypesports at gmail.com. Let us know what you think uh, about that, about Donovan Mitchell or anything else about about the – all-Star Game, um, we have a, just, just if you listen to this before tomorrow, I, I, I'm i sorry I got this out late, it was pretty late night watching the game, but but make sure to go to our P- 
pinned pinned tweet. There's a a poll on Twitter on who you think will score more. Will it be Donovan or Rudy? Um, or you don't maybe you don't care about the All Star game. The Jazz lost last night, and so I think most people are in the Donovan or or I don't care category. Uh, Rudy will might rack up the other stats, but I, I'm willing to do some prop bets. Just I don't know. We can bet on gummy worms or just <laughs> bet on bragging rights. Just hit, hit hit me up and let me know what you think is going to happen in the All Star game. I'm excited to talk with more Jazz fans. Um, if you want to join the podcast. Definitely reach out to us, and, and we'll see what we can do to get you on and get some of your thoughts on the jazz. But until then, thanks for joining uh, and listening to the Take Note Thursday podcast, and we will talk to you next week to recap the All-Star game and just preview the final 24 games of the season. Let's see what the jazz can accomplish. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school, so check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.